One eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Your RSPs, your registered accounts, that can all be used to purchase physical gold and silver. We'll get to uh, in-depth conversation about that a little later on today. Want to check out the e-store as well. And a reminder, if, uh, when you're at the e-store, uh, you purchase a gold maple, you'll receive a silver maple courtesy of Guildhall. So we'll get it rolling. Darren, Jeremy, and look who's in the room. Special guest, we've talked about Franca so many times on the show. And now the best-looking person on the show is no longer myself. <laughs> How about that, guys? <laughs> Don't look go, at me like John. that, Darren. Don't look I know, at me like that, I was that, like buddy. saying, going to drop oh, my name there, you know? <laughs> like, I was expecting me. But listen, that's okay. Frank is with us today. Yep. And for good reason, because this is a boom in uh, education in terms of people opening up mm-hmm. and getting accounts that have gold and silver in them within their registered types of uh, accounts. Yep. And we've been doing this for a while now. And of course, it's important to have the people on our team who... Uh, sacrifice every day to come in and do a good job and help people. And uh, our customer service shows people are happy. The reviews say so. They love Guildhall. They love Franca. I mean, we always tell clients when they're calling in, you can't have her. Sorry, she works for us. That's it. But that's it. But uh, of course, she's going to be on the show and uh, we'll have a point in the show where we're going to talk a little bit about registered accounts. We're going to bring up a new and exciting account, which we've been holding back for a number of weeks and talk about that. And uh, we have a lot to say on the diamond market this week. So let me just bring clients up to speed and we'll start at the diamonds. Um, We have gold trading in and around the 1250 range right now. And uh, we actually have silver up uh, around the 1760 range. So both metals had nice jumps. Uh, week over week. Gold, uh, this is being taped on Thursday, so yesterday and Wednesday, gold uh, settled in a three-week high and was up for the fourth day in a row, actually, so very nice. What pushed up the bottom yesterday were comments made by President Trump after his town hall meeting with conservative Republicans. Uh, As President Trump exited the meeting, a reporter asked if he believed that he will have all the necessary votes he needs to pass the health care bill, which is today, and we don't know the outcome yet, and he expressed a not-so-sure response, and at that point, immediately, we were watching Watching the markets at large, uh, the stock market started heading south, which at one point a day fell on Wednesday over 240 points, uh, while gold rallied in double digits as well as silver. So the concern for equity investors is that the chance of a derailment of the health care bill would stall the expected tax cuts, which in turn would slow down the economy and could reduce the chance of further rate hikes. So very big situation happening. We're always following this and watching it. And of course, gold and silver didn't let us down. They responded very nicely. Now, John, if you're an investor, congratulations and welcome to the fold. If this is your first week in with Guildhall, we had a lot of business go through, especially of all days today. We're taping on Thursday. And of course, welcome to that fold. We're glad to have you aboard. We're happy to have you as clients at Guildhall. And many of you, if not all of you, spoke with Franca. So of course, during the show, we'll be going to Franca and talking to her about it. And as we said right off the top, exciting news in the uh, color diamond market this week in particular, big, huge auction coming out, very important one, which you sent us a link to on one of the articles, the Super Diamond, which is uh, the Pink Star Diamond. Uh, You can go to your Toronto Star paper if you're local and look it up, but uh, this particular diamond and other ones that we're going to be talking about on the show today are just uh, among a few reasons as to why we feel so strongly at this point in time about colored diamonds and what they bring to a portfolio if you're an investor with Guildhall Wealth. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, how are you? Good, man. Good. Um, You know, what we're seeing in colored diamonds is that they continue to be an incredible place to store wealth. 
It's the type of wealth that, you know, you've covered your basic income expenses, you've got your savings account, mm-hmm. you're, you've probably purchased some gold in your, your RRSP, um, you know, you have your, your real estate, and you're looking for places to store excess wealth that, um, you know, maybe you don't like what you're seeing in the stock market. And one of the, the great things about a natural fancy colored diamond is you put it away for, for many years. And what you also notice is that after holding on to a diamond for five, six years, you see the general incline that you're going to be getting over the long term. And of course, that does compound over time. And so it becomes very exciting. It almost gets to a point where you say, well, I don't know if I actually want to sell this. Yeah. And so that's something to keep in mind. This is about wealth building and wealth protection. And this is why the uber elite in the past, royalty, very, very wealthy, would store their wealth in in colored diamonds. Um, and, you know, unlike white diamonds, we have a, a partner out of New York and, and in in Las Vegas when we met up at the jewelry show, he, he was talking about white diamonds and he said, you know, I tell my clients, you know, you'll you'll never lose all your money with a white diamond. Lose. You'll never Keyword lose. Keyword being lose. You'll never lose all of your money. <laughs> so the key here is again wealth protection, and we do that with a natural fancy colored diamond by having very very high standards. If you buy the best of the best, if you buy only the top quality of anything, you're going to do very well. And with a natural fancy colored diamond, when you're buying absolute quality you're actually getting rarity because the better the quality of that diamond, the more rare it is and the harder it is to find it. And so as a result, there's a natural demand for that. There's a natural lack of supply for that. And we're going to talk about that in the diamond segment. And so it does become a great place to store wealth. Now, it's not a liquid asset. This is why it's important to think of it as long term. But you know, people put money into a GIC for 10 years and they're happy to get 6% over that whole period. Right. I mean, that is not, those should not be your expectations. We should be thinking a lot bigger than that. And that's what we're seeing in natural fancy colored diamonds. 6% and as is well, high. Well, sorry to interrupt, that that is high. That's considered high, but that's over a, a five or 10 year period. Oh, yeah, yeah. Long you know, term. That's really not really long term. You know, we're, we're interest, we're, where interest being earned on other investments might easily be even a savings account by that time. Six seven percent. Well, look at the right. uh, the, the, right. the federal government. Their budget just they cancel Canada's savings bond because no one's taking them anymore. Right, right. You can't get them anymore. Right. Well, right. and also that they're they don't need to sell those because they're just taking the money from the IMF. <laughs> so you know, Canada doesn't produce its own money, so it doesn't need to do that. Um, but you know, we're trying to beat the rate of inflation. Ultimately, you want to you want to know that in ten years' time, you don't need fifty percent more income, and that your what you've put away is kept up with inflation. And I think that should be a baseline for investments. That's my own personal opinion, and we see that in natural fancy color diamonds. We have a diamond that's going out this week in our precious metal advisor, our weekly newsletter that we're going to be showing. It's not quite up on the website yet, but it's a vivid yellow diamond. It's a pear cut, which nice. you do not see very often. It's just over one carat, and the shape of it is just perfect. Uh, you know, with pear cuts, you want that perfect, not too round, not too right. skinny. You want something that's just right, and this diamond is just right. And uh, we're hoping that whoever does acquire that diamond will want to put it into a ring because vivid yellow diamonds make amazing rings they're just stunning and i think that anyone that wants to impress 
should look at that. And of course, because we don't have retail space, because we're not paying for lavish retail and all of that jazz, we can offer having a custom jewelry setting and a natural fancy colored diamond of the absolute highest quality. I mean, you walk into a major retail chain and you'll be lucky if you get a VVS Right. diamond, let alone just VS, which is called iClean. It's called very slight inclusion. No, we're going for internally flawless, which is very, very rare. A diamond like this, less than 10 diamonds between one and three carats a year are coming to market. one eight seven seven eight silverguildhalldiamondscom if you want to check out the collection. Tell me more about this, uh, this diamond, the thing we all read about, this massive pink diamond. Well, this is an amazing thing, John, because really this is the second time in a very short period in which this particular diamond has come up for auction. And uh, we basically are following the results mm-hmm. because essentially what it means is if they get what they're expecting, which is $60 million or more on this diamond, and it's a 59.6 carat oval mixed cut pink diamond and has an estimated value, as I said, of around $60 million U.S. And it is said to be the largest internally flawless fancy vivid pink diamond that the GIA uh, Institute has ever graded. And there might be some larger stones out there that we might see in our lifetimes, but this particular stone, is I mean, there's nothing like it. And if it sets the record, which it will likely do, and of course, uh, I did say that it had been already to auction before, but yep. the gentleman who bought it could not afford to make his final payment, so right. went back it goes. Uh, it will result in polling pink prices up on All the per carat of the prices. Tide, right? Of yeah. course. These are big public instances where you see, and again, not all diamonds go to auction. We don't want to leave the impression that only the important diamonds go to auction. Some go to auction. Most don't. Most are handled in a very private and unique setting where investors come in, buy the diamond from the dealer, walk away very happily. But when you see something like this and the PR it gives and the amount of attention it gets, you can't help but get excited. And on the heels of this, and we'll just Just before we get there, I do think that this auction is going to be a bit of a litmus test because we do know that the fine art market has come down in the last year. Uh, They Mm -hmm. are experiencing a pullback. So I think that this will be an interesting litmus test to see how well uh, the colored diamond market at at this high level is doing overall. So even if it doesn't quite get what it's expected, I think as long as it holds a better rate of gain than the art market, I think that shows just how strong the the colored diamond market is. I mean, I don't know anybody who can afford that diamond, but that's not the point. If you're a holder of a half carat or one carat pink diamond, you're licking your chops right now going, look at that. If that big boy sells for that, we're all going up. Well, of course. And on the heels of that, John, I'll make it very clear that although we had some sense this would be coming out Mm -hmm. at some point and being released to the public, we didn't know when Sotheby's would announce the date. Uh, David Bennett, who is the the chief uh, of the jewelry division of Sotheby's, uh, just released this data this past week, and you sent a link, and we read so much about this. I mean, it's just amazing to see all the attention it's getting from all around the world at this point in time, whether it's the UK, here, Europe, and parts of uh, different parts of South America, all over the place. Wealth is following this. They, they're very, very uh, careful and watch this, and I can tell you right now, I've heard from no less than two of, of uh, my colleagues in the wealth management world who said, what is the deal with this? Should my clients be paying attention? 
Wow. Well, of course they should be, 100%. And, you know, it's no disrespect to them. One of them is in particular uh, the manager of an extremely large organization which takes families with wealth that are over $100 million. So to be part of this organization, you need more than $100 million. Uh, This is the type of things that they go after, and they want the families to be part of. So this makes total sense, and they're watching this. That wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. Just 10 years ago, nobody would have paid attention. And I'd like to think we've been a large part of this because we've Mm -hmm. talked about it for so long. Now, on the heels of this, I also worked on a very important article that I want people to know about. It's called Argyle Mine Production Falling with a Question Mark. It's Potential Impact on Argyle Pink Diamonds. Fairly dry. And uh, when we come back in the second segment, it's it's not too long. the, uh, the, 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 The title is fairly dry. It's not, you know, I didn't go really crazy with it. But the article itself is short. Yeah. It's got some nice photos in it. It shows some of the diamonds that we've had that have come from tender. And I've really wanted to emphasize what people don't see, which is there's a lot of research that at Guildhall goes into understanding that. In the second segment, we're going to touch a little tiny bit on this, but I want people to know if you want this specific report by itself, we're happy to send it out in an emailer. And all you'll have to do is follow up with us starting this weekend when you hear the show. We'll get your information. Where it says what is this about or if you're leaving a voicemail call to Guildhall say I'd like the Pink Diamond Argyle Report or the Argyle Report we'll be happy to send it out to you one eight seven seven eight silver is that number guildhallwealth.com lots more to go stand by the Real Money Show just getting warmed up here talk radio AM 640 see how easy it goes fuck it the number one eight seven seven eight silver online guildhallwealth.com or make sure you go to the website and have a, a detailed look at how you can use your registered accounts, stick any physical metals into those accounts uh, as soon as you can. Darren, take it away. Well, in the first segment, John, we're mentioning two things. One, we're talking about updates in the markets uh, with respect to gold and silver. And of course, we're talking about this pink diamond that's going to auction and uh, what we do with diamonds at Guildhall and how we do it and the importance that we've placed on this. It's no longer just an afterthought, and I'm never suggesting that we've ever thought it was, but as regular listeners to our show know, we sometimes reserve the third segment of the show for colored diamonds. We feel so strongly at this point in time that people should look at colored diamonds, not only just pinks, but yellows, greens, blues, whatever we have to offer. We feel so strongly about it at this point in time that we can't help but do a big portion of of every other show at least on diamonds at this point because it's become such a main a mainstay for us to discuss at Guildhall and it's produced such great results for our clients that if you are thinking about it, or you want to get into the market, then I implore you to go to the website and look at what we're talking about. Just the beauty alone will drive you to make the phone call to say, I'd like to see some. If just to see them, to put them on your hand and see what it looks like and feel them, that is an important key element of how this is different from saying buying a stock or buying a piece of real estate and never ever going to it or seeing it or doing anything with it. This is a beautiful, beautiful way to invest and to share wealth with your family and the generations to come. Now, in that first segment, we talked about where gold and silver was. Uh, The equities market took a bath on Wednesday of this past week, and it was due in part to the comments made by Trump. Of course, market is very sensitive to whatever is being tweeted, talked about, discussed in the mainstream media, fake or not. At this point in time, I can't help but think most of my friends that are in trading floors around the world are very, very skeptical. I spoke with one in particular uh, on uh, Bay Street here in Toronto who said, and I quote, I'm hesitant getting back into the market again. And he said that basically because he feels very strongly at this point in time that he could be making or breaking his career 
on the decisions he makes over the next 12 months. He feels that strongly that we're very close to having some type of situation develop where there is complete weakness in the equities market. So I asked him, I said, well, would you at this point, because we've argued about it at length for years, would you recommend gold and silver to your clients? He said, I would recommend gold. It's the first time he's ever said it. Wow. First time he's ever agreed to me. And uh, is a staunch equities investor, paper investor, and uh, this is an important part of the puzzle. One eight seven seven eight silver online guildhallwealth.com. Now, I haven't met your friend, Darren, but um, I do know that a lot of investors uh, get recommended quote-unquote gold, and then they go into funds, they go into pool accounts, right. they go into certificates. And uh, you know we're always talking to people, and we say, look, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. That's something that we worked at Guildhall very hard over the years to be able to provide for our clients zero counterparty risk with complete transparency. What does that mean? That means if you want to buy physical product, you can do it online, take delivery, make an appointment, come to our office and pick up your product, take it home. That's gold bars, gold coins, silver bars, silver coins. Um, you hear Paul give the whole rundown, but you can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and see the type of product that we have. Now, just on that note, I'm just going to digress for a moment. We had a very long discussion over the past little while about offering more and more products on our website. And we came to the conclusion that, you know what? The people who want to invest in precious metals and want to get involved in that market, let's keep it simple. Oh. It's what we do at Guildhall. Good product. Keep it simple. Just 100-ounce bars of silver, some smaller bars of silver. We're not doing the numismatic stuff, which is fantastic, great collector's type of stuff, but you're paying a lot of money to get that product. And at the end of the day, we're talking about the component of the silver or the gold that's right. in it, that's oh. worth it. So we, we offer clients the ability to put it in their hand. Now, if they get to a point where storing this physical product in their home can be dangerous or expensive in terms of insurance, right? Because you have to pay for that. Use the depository. The depository gives you, com we give you access to your product. You want to take it home? No problem. We'll deliver it. You can go to the depository, pick it up, or we can arrange it for you again to pick it up at our office if you don't want to store it anymore. But if you want to store your product, this is the best thing you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have it fully insured and have it in a vault where it's completely secured. Now, what's great about this vault is it's independent, fully regulated, fully insured through Lloyd's of London. Mm -hmm. Evidence of insurance is always available. You get your serial numbers. Again, this is proof that this product is yours. It's nobody else's. you know. And then you get into the registered accounts. Same setup, but now it's offered within the registered account. Now, I see a lot of different investments that say, yep, it's allocated, segregated. It might even be a certificate that's allocated and segregated. But you have to understand what that means. That means that allocated in those sense means they're serial numbers. Okay. Segregated means whatever is held in that fund or held in that plot is separated from all other holdings. Mm -hmm. What you want is you want to know that those serial numbers are your numbers. Um, Jerry at our office put it this way. You don't want a thousand ounce bar of silver with a sticky note on it that says you own 500 ounces of this. And Joe over there owns 300 ounces of it. Right. And someone else has a sticky note that says they own 200 ounces of it. And if you want to go and take that home, well, you better be buying a, a lot more than a... Exactly. <laughs> right. You got it. Now, in the registered accounts, we wanted to continue that quality of investment, 
gold is the flight to quality as your your friend was saying why buy gold in, in the first place why recommend it to the clients unless it's a flight to safety it's a flight to quality you know every year i have to laugh you know these these investment magazines put gold on the cover as a nest egg and all they talk about is stocks right, right. good call right it's the yeah. gold it's the gold standard right. right of investing and whatnot but we do this in a in a in a very complete way that provides zero counterparty risk now we do it through quest trade Questrade offer is an independent uh, brokerage. They're offering this. They're one of the largest in Canada. But we want to bring service to our clients. And this is why we brought Franca in today, because we want to just uh, have her talk about the experience that people go through and some of the things that you're going to need in terms of opening a physical precious metal account, because it's a lot easier than you think. Yeah. one silver is the number, guildhallwealth.com. And before we get to Frank, I just want to remind everybody of the type of account that you can open. If you want to open up a registered account, you can do that as soon as, as early as Monday. Uh, you can call us up and open up an RSP, you can open up a TFSA, can do both, can do a spousal RSP. You can move locked in RSPs. There are certain cir- cir- circum- circumstances where you can move accounts that are old pensions from ex-employers that you don't know what to do with. That's a possibility in some cases. Lira accounts are a possibility, RIFs, and uh, there's a whole host of things you can do as far as registered accounts are concerned. And all of those accounts can have the benefit of physical gold and silver, tangible hold in your hands, allocated serialized product. And uh, to talk a little bit about that, I thought we'd bring Frank into the show today because she makes life so easy for our customers and our clients love being able to talk to Frank so much so that a lot of our clients talk to her instead of us. So it's very important. And of course, we'll have Frank tell you a little bit about the account opening process. One question I have for you, Frank, is how, how easy and how long would it take the average person that's opening up a brand new account without coming from another institution? They just have never had an RSP or never have had a TFSA. How long would it take them to get an account done with the transfer? Well, thank you, Darren. It's so great to be here. Um, the process is really simple. You just call me up or you could come in in person to the office. It takes about 10 minutes of your time if you have uh, the information that we need to open the account, basically a piece of ID, your social insurance number, and your banking information to make the transfer. And if that if that isn't con- as convenient as it can be, I mean, you have no more excuse as an investor to put this off. Most of the time when I talk to people, it's not a matter of do they want to do it. They've already made the decision. By the time they call our firm, they know they want to own gold and silver. It's how long it'll take them, the the better part of the day they assume, or if it's going to take them an afternoon, or they have to come in and spend a whole morning with us. They're used to all the rigmarole that goes with this. And John, I'll use you as a case in point. I don't mean to harp on it, but with respect to one of the accounts you've used with our firm, you're opening up a registered account. You have a bank situation that is happening far too often, whereby common sense is, is not prevailing in those situations. You open up an account, you came to us, and the bank comes back to you and says, hey, no, we can't do that for you. We can't accommodate you in that way because don't you know that you're in a locked-in account that could risk losing mm-hmm. 38 cents? You and know, you say, okay, yeah. they will release it, and then you come back and you say, oh, they didn't release it yet. It's fun dealing with them. Not That's like right. Franca. And I mean, so hey. it's ongoing that way. But Franca, everything that we needed to do as Guild Hall was done within the first five minutes of right. being on the phone with you. So, I mean, it's an easy process. Hey, she walked, you walked me through it. I'm about as sharp as a bowling ball. So if I can do it, 
anybody can do it. And how Franca. patient is Franca? <laughs> with me, incredibly, right? So, so Franca, you've been you've been doing this for like almost two years in, in these accounts since we started offering this and open hundreds of accounts. What were some, and obviously you've got it down to a, a science, I think. Um, what were some of the, the the ongoing troubles that you saw with clients that you were able to smooth out? A few of the problems I, I um, see on an ongoing basis is um, that people out there think that they have a RSP, for example, or TFSA. They come and they want to open the account with me. And really, it's not the type of account that they actually own. So what I do is I take their information that they have, I contact their um, brokerage that their uh, RSP or TFSA is located at, and actually find out that it's not an RSP that they actually own, it's a TFSA. Or if it's a RSP, it's actually a locked-in RSP coming from an existing pension. So there's a lot of people out there who think that they've invested in a certain type of account. Um, but at the end of the day, I find out what the correct account is. I fill in their information. I get their account going and their transfer forms. And they can't believe it was so simple. And essentially what you're telling me is that, and I hear this from our clients all the time, number one, you help them to fill in their account information. And number two, they end up getting educated about where their money is. So how many times does a client come back to myself or Jeremy or any of the guys at the office and said, wow, now I know where my money's actually at. I didn't before and I feel silly because I didn't, but I thought I knew. I thought I knew what I had and how it was uh, invested. And quite often that's something that we pride ourselves on because one of the parts of the mission that we have since day one in terms of gold and silver is educating people. And that's a fantastic way to get positive feedback, not only by hearing that they're happy with the investment as a whole and that the market's doing well and they're making money, but that they've actually learned something and that they feel more comfortable. And these accounts are all self-directed accounts. They become, in essence, the responsibility of the client, correct? Yes. Okay. So that means that they have to take uh, an added uh, interest in making sure they know where their money's at. So I don't see how that, that could be negative at all. So again, that's a side effect of being able to work with us, right? Right. And the client is very surprised that they don't really need to actually contact their brokerage and that I'll take care of them from the beginning to the end until their transfer is being completed and their funds are in their uh, Questrade account. Okay, and again, just so we know, this process takes 10, 15, 20 minutes. Essentially, what we're going to do here is we're going to take a break. We're going to get ready for the third segment. We're going to talk a little bit more about colored diamonds. we talk more about registered accounts. We've got an announcement to make. Jeremy mentioned earlier that we had thought about bringing on all kinds of new types of product, but at the end of the day, um, some of the more important core messages that we're bringing across as a business weren't being met. So we focused on a few key products, and we've got one that we want to tell you about. It's a super exciting thing. So if you've been listening to the show, you want this new Argyle report on pink diamonds, you have to have it in your hands. If you're thinking about investing in diamonds, if you're saying to yourself, gosh, I never thought about this, but this could be something that makes real sense to me. This report is so good, and it, I, I I wrote it. I have a bias. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but in terms of the information I was able to access via the diamond mines themselves, this report's so good that it's going to talk about 
perhaps an investment that's as good as buying a Picasso before Picasso passed away. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com. Yeah, your TFSA, your RSP, RESP, Lift, Riff, Lear, all those can be used through Quest Trade. And the e-store as well. Reminder, purchasing a gold uh, maple, you receive a silver maple courtesy of Guildhall. Lots more to come here. Real Money Show Talk Radio, AM 640. 1-877-8-SILVER, guildhallwealth.com. That precious metal advisor written by Darren. Gotta get it, gotta read it. That and your RSP. We'll talk more about that and the e-store as well, Darren. Well, I promised that we would touch base on a new product we're going to be offering on the e-store and, of course, for walk-in orders as well. And it is an absolutely gorgeous product. It is a 10-ounce silver maple leaf coin. And it is a beautiful, beautiful coin. It's encased in hard plastic, so it uh, can be kept and stored in ease of uh, viewing anywhere you want, whether it's in your cabinet, whether it's in your safe, whether it's in your office. It's a beautiful piece. It is 10-ounce coin, so it does have 10 ounces of value in it. And uh, it's relatively well-priced in comparison to what you would find with other 10-ounce bars. We brought this on because we find that this is a difficult piece to get. And I think what we're going to do is spend some time over the next number of months looking at those more difficult-to-acquire pieces and bring those to the public. But everybody should own this. If you're buying 10-ounce bars and you've been buying 10-ounce bars or you're going to buy a 10-ounce bar, I highly suggest that you look at this product. It will be on our site very shortly, if not already, and you can go ahead and look at that. And more importantly, we were just talking in between segments about the importance of one-to-one contact and what this world lacks. And typically we've found that in relationships with your banks and your financial advisors and planners, quite often, unless you're an important client, you don't get that one-on-one contact. And we were talking with Franca before about it. Tell me about the importance, how you feel about that, Jeremy, in terms of what we do. Well, you know, look, there's there's always three things you're going to get when you're looking at buying anything, you know, doing anything. You're going to get you're going to get price, service and delivery. And at the end of the day, this investment, there are more economical ways to to get, I will say, quote unquote, exposure to precious metals. You want to get a pool account? Go ahead. It's going to be, um, it's definitely going to be more economical, but you're going to get those post-it notes on those bars. They're not your bars. You can have no access to that product. And the reason why there's a little bit more cost, and we're just talking about cost here, is because you're acquiring your own product that you can hold in your hand within your registered account. That's zero counterparty risk. That means I don't care if the top five Canadian banks fail tomorrow. You can still go to the depository and hold that product in your hand. And when the dust settles and, you know, there's some liquidity back in the market and things get going again, your product's still there. You didn't wake up one morning and everything was gone. And so this is why people want gold in their portfolios. They want that physical asset that has zero counterparty risk that they know it's theirs. And I think there's going to be more and more movement towards to, towards quality, towards transparency towards actually being able to to hold your your metals. Now in terms of we hope delivery, so. in terms of delivery, again, if you're buying a stock, there's no delivery. It's does it's it's out there in the ether. When it comes to service though, and this is why I think a lot of people don't know what they really have is because they haven't had a self-directed RSP. They've invested in something that they were told. They didn't really know the details on it. They were they put themselves in someone's hands, and maybe it did well, maybe it didn't, but now it's time for a change. So now they want to look at, at a registered account. Now, we work with Questrade. We love working with Questrade, but they are a, a discount brokerage. 
sort of do-it-yourself, and we wanted to bring sort of one point of contact to this, full no, they service. Have, they have full service, but that is not what we were looking for here in this relationship. It's, we want people to be educated. It's full service in the sense of, of just like I get full service with my regular bank where I can call anytime, you know, TD has their easy line or whatever, but, but these clients, and I'll direct this to you, Franca, these clients, when I call my bank, they, they don't know me. They can see my account, but they don't know me. You'll never get the same person twice. Right. Right, and that's a big issue, and it means a lot to all our clients out there. Um, I just want to take a minute to say hi to all my clients. I know they're listening, and they've messaged me, so I'm excited to be here on the show. Mm -hmm. So basically, our, my clients are on first-name basis with me. They call me anytime. Well, not anytime, 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. And they they just are comfortable with me, and they say, Hey, Franca, you're, I know you're going to take care of me. This is what I need. This is what I want. And... They go about their day and they know they're going to be taken care of. You know what, guys? It's a little off topic, but uh, recently lost some luggage at the airport here in Toronto, so we had to call the airline. I'm not going to name who because that would be indiscreet, Air Canada. Um, so eventually, the phone number we got I ended up talking to somebody about finding our luggage. Uh, my wife started talking to this person and says, you know, can you locate it? Have you found my luggage? And the, and the gentleman said, well, I physically can't because I'm in India. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Right. Since I've started this process, I've talked to one person, Franca. Right. That's it. That's the only person I've had to deal with. And you know where everything is at. Exactly. You know when you know what you're waiting on, right? right. So, Franca, what what are some of the things that that people are that you find that people realize that they didn't know they had when they're talking to you? In terms of like, for example, because I kind of hear it too. They didn't realize what service really was and how that all worked. Right. Um, they've only experienced long wait times, being on hold, typing in the wrong extensions. It's really frustrating. And you know what? People are busy these days and they don't want to be on the phone forever. And they they call me and nine out of ten times they never get a voicemail. They get me right directly. So in terms of people being confused, I just want to say, show one example of what I've dealt with mm -hmm. in the last week. So I had a client who thought that she had physical gold and silver at her brokerage, and she wanted to transfer that over to her Questrade RRSP. So after a little investigation and a few calls that I made, I did find out that she did not actually own physical gold and silver. She owned paper. Oops. 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 Which we've seen happen a number yeah. of times. And unfortunately, more so, often than not, the client gets stumped and they get frustrated and they want to walk away. They just say, well, the heck with it. I'm just not doing anything with it. But when you have a one-to-one -one contact, when you have the open and honest relationship you can have with Franca... Mm -hmm then that means you're going to get the proper hand-holding that you need to get through that. Frank, I, I've, I've watched this a little bit in the office. I want, if you can, just talk about this a little bit. How many times do you do conference calls with yourself, Questrade, and someone's outgoing bank or brokerage where, where you're having to get everyone on the line to say, look, I've got a client Here's the situation. How often are you running into that? About nine out of 10 times <laughs> I need to make that conference call because, you know, for disclosure purposes, I cannot get a client's information on my own. So our clients are very happy to have me make that call for them and help 
ask the key questions in order to get that account open. And isn't that so key is asking the right questions because there's also certain types of provincial accounts versus federal accounts, right? These are all little things you have to watch out for. Yes, for example, someone owns a, has a pension, for example, and they no longer work there, but they've had this pension for a while, and they just found out, wow, I could put this in a Questrade um, RRSP. So one thing that we need to know is where the pension legislation comes from. So if it's Ontario or federal, so if it's an Ontario legislation, it becomes a Lira account. If it's a federal legislation, it's an RSP pension account. Sorry, I, I just have to wake up from my nap on that one. Uh, it, it's a little tiring and tedious in a way, but but clients really don't know what they necessarily have in order to move forward. And really, you're helping people just you know get that get that on the go. Right. I do all the correspondence for the clients, uh, faxes, emails, phone calls, and my clients never walk away unhappy. They're very happy with the process, and at the end of the day, they don't hesitate coming back or referring anybody. one eight seven seven eight silver is the number, guildhallwealth.com. Darren? Again, it's invaluable to have somebody like Franca work with us and our team and be a team member and a part of this entire family that we have at Guildhall. But really, that's what it is. It's a it's a family atmosphere. It's full of clients that are happy. And fortunately, uh, we've seen plenty of opportunity in the market for buying over the last year, and it's presented as a really good opportunity. So whether you're interested in buying gold or silver, remember the following. It starts with a phone call or a just a trip over to our website. You can use what John has been giving you all show. You can look us up online. We're happy to see you read our reviews through Google. You'll be very happy to see those reviews. And we've got a number of them that are very happy clients. And very personal too. Yes, very personal. They do tend to be very personal. This is something I found very uh, different about that compared to our competitors or other people in the industry. I don't know why, but people do feel very happy and pleased about it. And most of the time when they leave them, they are very personable. So that's important. You can pick product up and take it home with you if you want. If you're a Guildhall customer now and you're buying, you know how easy this is. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Get part of the monthly buyer's club. This is something we haven't even spent any time on, but it's an option for you to be buying using a fixed dollar amount on a monthly basis or a fixed ounce amount on a monthly basis, and we'll automate that for you right through your bank account. I, I know we we're got to be quick here because there's so much to cover today, but uh, I've I've been very surprised at how popular the monthly buyers program has been. Jerry's been really heading that up. We'll have him on the show very soon to talk more about it. But I think people really are taking to the monthly buyers because instead of just putting cash into the bank that is yielding very little in terms of interest, why not put it into precious metals that could that could just skyrocket. And we really feel strongly here that there's going to be a massive transfer of wealth, that precious metals are incredibly undervalued, that the amount of money that can be made in this market just by protecting your wealth and having your own product and also where we feel the price of silver is going to go, because I think it's going to go way past $50. Now, I'm not saying it's going to go there tomorrow, and I'm not saying it's going to go there next week, and I don't know where it's going, but the fundamentals show that it's going to go and it's when that happens, it's going to be a big move. And I think that there is a lot of money to be made. So why not stack every month? 
again, that's an easy thing to do. Just simply touch base with us and anybody, whether you're an existing client or brand new to this, can do that on a monthly basis. And you can also do that within your registered account. Again, registered accounts are an option. If you're looking to get gold and silver into your TFSA, your RSP, a spousal RSP, an RESP for the kids, it's one we don't focus on enough, but it's so important. I could look at a number of different scenarios, and every time I do it, my own RESPs are underperforming. They're underperforming so much so that I have that silly mentality that keeps telling me, hold on, it's going to get better. And I'm a perfect example that my wife and I have done RESPs for the kids for ages. I'd be happy to talk about our experience with you if you call. Of course, now I invest in gold and silver. It makes a big difference, and at least I feel as though I've got a shot long-term to put some real money aside for my kids. Add to that the fact that you can also store your product in the depository and you've got a number of great vehicles for buying gold and silver through Guildhall. When we come back, we're going to talk more about that Argyle article we've been offering throughout the show. It's going to make you want to own one. Little time. We're going to spend a little time on Color Diamonds. We'll close out the show until next week. One eight seven seven eight silver is that number that Darren refers to in guildhallwealth.com. More of the Real Money Show. Stick around. Short break. We'll be right back. Talk radio, AM640. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom Remember talking more about your RSP and your registered accounts and the e-store as well. A good way to get started uh, like now to get some uh, physical metals into your account. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, how are you? All right, now, we were just talking during the break, Franca, about um, something that you wanted to mention. Yeah, so one question I keep getting... Asked, asked all the yes, time all the time is is this going to cost me anything i have an rsp or i have a tfsa um can i transfer it over to a quest trade rsp or tfsa and how much is that going to cost me hmm. so i tell them straight out it's not going to cost you anything right and they're just like it won't won't i have to pay taxes on that right, right, right. And I said, no, going from a registered account to another registered account does not cost you anything. Because it stays within the registered account. Exactly. So what about transfer fees? There would be some transfer fees that you need to find out from your brokerage. It's from the outgoing bank. From the outgoing. It's always the outgoing bank. And and what might circumvent those transfer fees if my account was over what size? 25,000, 25,000. So if you have an account that's larger than 25,000, Quest Trade will cover those fees up to $150, which is great. So that means, again, zero fees to you. The average account size that we're putting into the market Mm -hmm. is larger than 25,000. So it's generally on an an ongoing basis not going to cost anything. And that is a concern. It's a huge concern because people will use that as a non, what we call nonverbal deterrence. They'll get a big email from their bank saying, whoa, what are you doing? You know, and it'll be a deterrent rather than investigate and find out and get on top of their money, be proactive with their wealth. They'll just stop right there and say, you know, I shouldn't touch, I shouldn't touch anything. You know, some people get reminded that by withdrawing from their existing, let's say, GIC, that they're basically breaking the amount of interest and they're only going to get back their principal. So you were guaranteed that 0.06% interest, which amounts to 38 cents. Well, guess what? It's better to use a big, strongly worded email that says you're risking losing your gains than it is to say you might be foregoing your 38 cents. But, but. Just to be serious here for a second, although that was very serious, Darren. Um, You're taking it a higher level. Which, who do clients like more, Franca? Darren or me? Talk about putting me on the spot. That, that's when you say me. <laughs> it's right. me. Yeah, see, done. It's me. It's 
over. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So barring whether or not Jeremy or I, are, uh, <laughs> who's more popular to their clients or not, I'm sure we're both equally great at what potato, we do. Potato, potato. That's right. Um, we've been doing it so long, Jeremy. I mean, how could we not? We're a family and, and we kind of think the same. But that being wow, said- you're Switzerland. You're, you're right on the- do, you're, I am. Yeah, you're not pulling either side. Nothing, huh? right? No, 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 no. We're good. We're, I'm Switzerland. Okay. So let but, me let me just talk about this very quickly. We- oh, because I want to I want to set this up for you Darren. We've been talking about Argyle Mine for years. And in fact, we even had um Josephine Johnson who at the time was the manager of the Pink Diamonds at Argyle Mine and uh, you know, no one at Argyle wants to talk about how long this mine is going to be open. And I understand that because you know, you don't want to be pinned down to one specific date. Uh things can change, uh technologies can change, you know, maybe you find some more product, but the thing is is that this mine has been in operation since the basically early mid 80s. And 1983. There wow. has been a lot of talk about when this mine is going to close and how that's going to impact uh, the market. And so you, so Darren, you did some digging, and what you found was no pun intended. No pun intended. Well, was, it's again was extraordinary. The, the the premise of this is that if you're going to invest in something, you must do your due diligence. We don't openly spew out verbiage that just comes from anywhere that we pull out of thin air and say oh, that sounds good. Let's use that. If you're an investor and you're thinking about getting into the diamond market, and in more in more particular, you're thinking about a pink diamond, you must understand this is not for everyone. This is not for the people who want to have uh, fast change and a fast pace. They want to buy and sell, or they're looking for a penny stock to speculate. Yes, you get speculation in colored diamonds because you never know how much they're going to gain, but you're going to sleep at night and this is long term. You're going to grab a pink diamond or a yellow vivid or something that you found that, you know, you have connected with when you come to the office. You're going to hold on to that for 10 years. It might be for your child's education. It might be something you just wear, but either way, you're going to keep that diamond. And if you do have to sell it long-term, you're going to be able to bring it back to us. But that's all part of doing that due diligence. Can't tell you how many times a client says to me, I already own a diamond. It's fantastic. Where'd you buy it? Oh, so-and-so. And I bought it. I got a great deal. And I said, that's a fantastic diamond. It's a beautiful diamond. Have you talked to him about selling the diamond? Well, I'm assuming like you guys, you just, I call him up and I said, you're assuming? Have you asked? No. Well, no. Say, so, well, do me a favor. Call them and ask about their selling program. Call me back. Nobody sells. Nobody offers to buy your diamond. Nobody offers to help you because the normal mainstay diamond sellers all sell them so they can be parked with you forever. Remember the saying is diamonds forever. So when it comes to something like an Argyle diamond, which is among the rarest of the rare, it accounts for 80 plus percent of all pink diamonds being mined around the world. These diamonds are all under a carat and a half. Very rarely do we ever see a, a more than a carat and a half in a pink diamond from the Argyle mine. It pays to do a little bit of research. Now, most of the people that we compete with will spew out the facts, you know, the rarity of the pink. They'll tell you about how often you can see pinks come out of the mine and how little that number is in comparison to the total diamonds they mine. But very rarely will you get somebody that looks at their actual financial statements of their parent company and gives you the data. We've talked openly about mine closure and how it impacts diamond value. If you knew by buying a Picasso before he passed, that you'd be holding on to something that'd be worth, would be priceless. In some cases, worth millions of times more than what you paid for it. Would you take that opportunity to buy one? The answer is yes, of course I would. 
if when you were younger, you knew you could buy a 1970 Chevelle with a 454 motor in it, and it would be the rarest car on the market, and it would be worth 20 times what you paid for it, 50 times, 100 times what you paid for it, would you go ahead and buy it and maybe take a little bit better care of it? Of course you would. And now people are laughing because that's what they've done. This is the same thing with these Argyle Pink Diamonds. We've talked about mine closure in this article that we have that I want you to have free of charge just by contacting our firm. This article will give you that data. I've gone back all the way to 2006. I've put a chart in this that will blow you away. You have to see this chart. It talks about their ore reserves and it's the most important feature. Despite all the amounts of carrots they bring out of the ground, only a small percentage are pink, and we don't know what that percentage is on the whole. We can estimate, we can guess. Some have said less than one-tenth of one percent are actually pink, but they've mined some 800 million carats worth of diamonds since they opened that mine in 1983. They haven't always been the 100% owner, Rio Tinto. They've shared ownership. But since 2006, a picture is being painted that when you look at this, makes it easy for me, Jeremy, everybody to get on side with projecting that closure in the mine. And this article talks about it, and that's why you should have it, just for that alone. What? Owning a pink now means that you might be buying a Picasso. And, and, and you know, we've seen already the prices for pinks rise, which that's why we're so confident about this market and why Paul keeps buying natural fancy colored diamonds. Like, we bought a vivid pink last year that we haven't even put up on the website yet. Like, Paul just really doesn't care because it's a moneymaker. And it was a vivid pink. I think the thing was, it's 0.72 vivid VS quality. Uh, It is an Argyle. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars decision made like this. And that's, of course. Because we've seen the prices rise and now we can see where this is all headed. So this is a report that's free to you. In it, I'm going to talk about values against stock markets. I'm going to show you where pink diamonds have come, where they've gone. There's lots of links to important articles from barons and mainstream media about Argyle diamonds, and I want you to have this free of charge. So contact us. Ask for this article. We're going to be pushing this the next couple of weeks because we think it's that important to have. It'll be sent out to you free of charge. In addition to that, tune in next week. We have a very big announcement to make about a new account type. It's a margin account. We're going to be shedding light on that and how you can even power up that account by adding your TFSA holdings to a margin account. A lot of fun stuff, not for everybody, but it's really, really exciting. So tune in next week. And of course, thank you to Franca for coming on the show this week. You're welcome. So fun to be here. We'll have you back. The number one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com reminder as well that precious metal account uh, precious metal advisor rather you want to get that from Darren when Penn sign up and get it uh, every week if you're going to the e store you purchase a gold maple you'll receive a silver maple courtesy of Guildhall yet yeah, those registered accounts talk to Franca she'll be there until next week Real Money Show Talk Radio AM six forty.